Welcome back to 5D Full Disclosure. This is Aurora, and we're on to our next planet in the Astrology Archetype series. So the next planet is Mars, which is our divine masculine energy. So we talked about Venus last time and kind of gave the background on Venus, and which leads us to Mars, right? And I mentioned how it would have been, we can safely assume, I don't like to make assumptions, right? One of the four agreements, but we can safely assume that Venus was observed way before 1610 when, you know, Galileo observed Venus and shortly after that, you know, she was joined the solar system um, because she's the brightest star. So the ancients would observe, obviously, what the brightest stars were and those they tended to classify as planets. Um, so we can assume that Venus was long observed before 1610 because she's so bright. But as I, you know, have talked about, the consciousness, you know, obviously wasn't ready to receive a feminine archetype. So it took until 1610 for her to be added as an archetype to our solar system. And we saw the horrendous uh, <laughs> backlash that kind of began after that. So Mars was also technically observed in 1610 as well. So they were discovered together as were Jupiter and Saturn. Again, I feel that these planets were likely observed long before this, maybe not Mars because it's not as bright, but Jupiter and Saturn are quite large. But between 1610 and like 1630 something, that was when these four planets were basically officially designated. So we just have to go off of that because the official designation is when the archetype is, you know, begins kind of anchoring it. So interesting, right, that Mars and Venus were, you know, basically, quote unquote, discovered and designated together as were Jupiter and Saturn. Well, that's <laughs> no surprise, really, because Venus and Mars are a pair. Together, they are the lover aspect. So we talked about the sun and the moon and that archetype, right? Very much like the kind of mother, motherly and fatherly energies, the sun, the yang, the moon, the yin. Uh, Mercury, we talked about how he was designated as a masculine-only planet, but he's really a yin-yang. He's a balanced harmonics being. He, you know, um, Venus and Mars work as a pair. They are co-archetypes. So we cannot have one without the other. Venus being the inner feminine and representing the divine feminine, the goddess energies, and Mars representing the um, divine masculine and the inner masculine energy. Jupiter and Saturn, same thing. They are what we call more of the cosmic mother and father, um, archetypes. So they also work together. Um, and then we'll, we'll talk about Uranus and Neptune who are, uh, the spiritual mother and father. Those also work together. So here we have Mars. So after we talked about Venus, right? When we looked at what happened just, uh, a few decades after Venus's discovery, we had a lot of witch trials. We had a lot of persecution 
against feminine. And basically since that time, the feminine energy in and of itself has been very persecuted. We talked about kind of the sexualization of Venus and, but then also this paradoxical restraint on her that Venus and the feminine were not meant or were not, uh, it wasn't acceptable to embody any sort of uh, sexual feminine energy. They could be sexualized, but they couldn't actually exude any sexual energy. That's, that's the, the fuckery. Now with Mars, after he was discovered, named, added, we look at what happened in the 1600s to 1700s, right? Right after his archetype began anchoring. Now Mars is known as the warrior planet. And I'm going to talk about how his archetype is transforming because Venus is the goddess and they call Mars the warrior. But unfortunately, that is an old masculine archetype that is not truly needed anymore. So when they named it after Mars, who is the god of war, okay, well, <laughs> in the 1600s, <laughs> we had the 30-year war, which I believe was somewhere in between 1630s to 1660s or something like that. We had a 30-year war right after Mars's archetype is anchored. They name him Mars, the god of war. And so what do we get? We get war. Shortly after that, there were three different English civil wars that went on. Uh, then we get into the 1700s and we have the French Revolution, the Indian Wars. We have the American Revolution, right? Uh, and the American Civil Wars. Uh, so a lot of war, a lot of war. And since then, it hasn't stopped, right? I mean, people joke, and it's really not a joke, it's actually very uh, disturbing. But if we look at the history of the United States, right? The United States has only been in existence for about 250 years. The official declaration of you know, independence and us being a country, 1776, right? Since 1776, the United States has been at war. There has not been a single moment in our existence that we have not been at war. We can see how much war has increased upon the planet since this naming of Mars and his archetype coming in. Um, and, and this is why I'm so passionate about astrology because I think historical astrology interests me the most. Medical astrology interests me too, but historical astrology is fascinating to me and how so many people do not realize how much astrology affects their daily life, their personal experiences and collective experiences. Um, the fact that they named Mars after the God of War was a direct, what they, and of course, right, we have the ego minds naming these planets. Um, they're incorrectly naming them to an element that is not theirs. We've got them mixing up yin and yang. We've got them naming them after gods of the Roman and Greek mythology that are really 
a lot of lower archetypes. Um, and so our planet's been absolutely ravaged with war and with violence and with abuse and with powering over. So Mars is the archetype is known as the god of war, the warrior. Now, that is an old archetype that we no longer need, okay? We need a lot less war and violence and this kind of warrior essence that is really was an archetype that maybe was needed in ancient times because they were very much battling the elements, right? They were battling uh, wildlife, uh, very hunter-prey-esque. And there was a lot of uh, invasions and different civilization battles throughout history. I mean, it's nothing new per se. Um, but the amount of war has just gotten to a level where it's becoming also so, so normalized. So Mars's archetype as the divine masculine. So what is the inner masculine energy? We talked about Venus, right? Mars is the yang. So it's external. The yin is always internal. The yang is always external. These are just the simplicities of creation. So Mars is our external use of energy. So it has a lot to do with our physical temperament and our physical exertion of energy. So for instance, everybody's energy system works differently. Just as we talked about Venus, everyone has a different creative process, right? Everyone enjoys life and has pleasure and rest and a state of being in a different way, right? Venus is always, is all about enjoying the magic of life, creating magic, expressing love, manifesting, receiving love. And, and it's all this very fluid exchange of love and creativity and blessings and magic. Now, it's a very open, open, you know, fluid state, whereas Mars is very directed. So how we exert physical energy is connected to our Mars. So some people, you know, we all have different energy systems. Some people have really high energy and they can end up labeling this, you know, as ADHD or this or that. And it's really just an energy type. There's different energy types, right? For instance, I have my Mars in Gemini, which is an air sign. And I happen to have it in the eighth house, which is the Scorpio ruled house. So, um, <laughs> so I have high energy because that tends to happen if you have Mars in a yang element, right? Which is going to be air or fire. Your Mars is going to be a bit more active. You're a high energy type, right? Just like Venus is going to thrive a little bit better in the yin elements, water and earth. Not to say that, of course, all the elements are beautiful. It's just you have to learn how to balance, right? These archetypes. And so if you have your Mars in, let's say, a fire or an air sign, that those are yang elements. So your, your energy levels are going to be higher than someone who has their Mars in an earth or a water sign. It doesn't necessarily mean that 
that those who have it in it in an earth or water are lazy or you know can't work hard or can't take action doesn't mean any of that these are just energy types so for me i know i have high levels of energy and the way i exert energy because of it being in the eighth house which is scorpio ruled which we'll get to it's very intense so i have to have constant outlets of intense focus where i can exert my energy otherwise i will overflow with that sense of energy that needs to be burned out basically so you have to know your energy system if you have a mars that is more yin then you're more going to gear yourself towards slower and more inspired actions like you might not be someone who's super active or always doing but when you do do right when you do take action it's um it's slow and steady and it's very inspired and directed at a particular thing whereas if you have a mars energy type that is you know air or fire you're going to have a higher output of energy and so you need to direct it properly or else you will either explode <laughs> or burn out so mars is our energy type it is how we take action it is the state of doing just like venus is the state of being mars is our state of doing so it's how we take initiative it's how we take action it's how we physically exert energy right again knowing your energy type for me since gemini is air it's a very mental bodied energy type so i spend a lot of time researching learning right doing these podcasts sharing um it's very mental body that that's how i get my energy out properly someone who let's say has their mars in an earth sign might need to exert their energy physically through building um working on the land you know crafting things carrying things clearing things like it's a very physical a uh, tangible way of exerting energy whereas mars in a fire sign is going to need outlets of creative passion they must have their creative passion outlets mars in a water sign can is a little bit challenging it's a challenging energy type and it means that you can you have to direct your energy to what is meaningful to you to what is in alignment with your heart and soul because the water element is so emotionally based that if something doesn't feel right to you or it doesn't really light up your heart and soul you're going to have a hard time trying to do it so you have to work with your energy type know yourself right and so i'm going to talk about now the shadows of mars and the masculine energy that we have seen so because of this kind of outdated archetype still being in existence the mars energy in the shadow and again we're all going to have this because we all have it in our mars everybody's got a mars placement it will be more prominent in masculine just as we discussed before with the venus a lot of masculine will be disconnected from their venus so they have to actively connect with their love language with their inner feminine 
and a lot of feminine have a lot of wounds to heal, right, around Venus. So for masculine, most masculine are very in tune with their Mars. That's probably what predominates their state of doing and acting and executing and where their focus lies, right? Mars is about our focus and where we put our energy and how we, we move our energy. Feminine, over the last probably 100 years, I think, have gotten a lot more in tune with their Mars because of the, it, it, we, we had no choice really because the patriarchal paradigm kind of pushed women into, into their Mars, right? The whole goal of the agenda here is to disconnect women and men from their feminine energy completely. That is the goal. Or to make it in, or to put us in such a shadow state that when we are connected to our feminine energy, it's the complete shadow, which is like victim consciousness, um, jealousy, manipulation, um, possessiveness. Um, there's a lot of others, but that's just off the top of my head, right? Lack of empowerment, those kind of things. So women might be more connected to their Mars than, you know, than they think. Um, because just we, we look at how women have moved into the workforce, right? Which this is all just surface level shit. I mean, women can do whatever they want. They're capable of absolutely everything. Um, so it's not to say that women should never have been in the workforce. Of course, we should all be multidimensional beings and we should all be able to do all roles within life, you know, while having our, our things that we love and truly enjoy, but we can be multidimensional. There's no reason that both men and women cannot interchange within roles. That's a perfectly balanced society. But because this whole push was really to put women in this very hyper-masculine state, a lot of the shadows of Mars became prominent in women as well. So the shadow here of the Mars archetype is the first one is violence, which we don't always see with women, but you can, of course. There's, you know, there, there's always going to be anomalies. Um, because again, when the Mars energy is not channeled properly, because we're either not living in our Mars energy type and we're not utilizing our energy in the way it's designed, two things can happen. One is the energy gets built up and it becomes explosive or two it burns out. So just like with Venus, when we talked about her suppression, right, it resulted in our creativity being completely suppressed, our abilities to manifest being cut off. Um, we would not, we would be unable to really feel that love of life we were unable to really love another in a relationship dynamic. We were not open to giving and receiving. We had tons of, we have tons of shadows and blocks with giving and receiving and abundance and all of this. And our, our suppression of Venus has really suppressed the magic of life. 
everything just became logical and analytical and struggle based. And there was no magic. There was no love in, in anything that we were doing. So they each are going to show us the wounds. And when, when we're not allowing these two to work together, you know, we're, we're going to see the repercussions. And so Mars being our energy type, you'll quickly know, right? You can quickly gauge when the Mars energy is not used correctly. It will come out if it's been, again, not used properly, right? It's not getting the proper outlets that it requires. It's being forced to be put in a role where its energy type doesn't function well it's either gonna burn out or it's gonna explode. Now for most masculine, because of the disconnection from Venus, it tends to be explosive. For women, I see it tends to result more in a burnout, right? It's it, just my observation. Again, this is not a, a clear cut rule. This can apply to anyone. I'm sure there's plenty of men out there who are absolutely burnt out and, and women who are absolutely explosive, right? It's, it's totally either one. It's just something I've observed, right? So the violence that we have on this planet is, is due to this. And again, because of the suppression of Venus, where the love has been cut out, all of the lover energy of Venus and Mars became very misdirected through the shadow of Mars um, as lust. And, you know, what's very interesting is if any of you are uh, into the Gene Keys by Richard Rudd, brilliant work, highly recommend reading it. Um, he talks a lot in the Gene Keys about how violence and sex are intertwined. And that is very true, right? Because again, the masculine energy type and has been misused, not channeled properly. And it's been cut off from Venus, which is the love and the magic and the creativity. All the sexual life force energy got directed at the shadow Mars, which is lust. So many masculine have become addicted to sex, to that, that is their only form of expression. They're, they do, they're cut off from the Venus, which is the heart. They're cut off from the creativity, which is the true use, the true use of sexual life force energy. So because of that, it all gets redirected to lust, rage, and violence. Okay, so we can see how this has played out, it's very easy to see. The other shadows here of Mars are force. So again, cut off from Venus, not being able to be in a state of allowance, openness, surrender, receiving, right? Venus works with, she's in perfect timing. She's the goddess. She works in the perfect timing and cycles of life. She doesn't need to force anything. Mars, if not handled properly, becomes forceful. So this is where we see uh, conflict, war, um, and any sort of powering over of others. It is because we are trying to force 
what we want, right? Or we're trying to force a specific outcome. And so we lose the timing of life and we start to just bulldoze over people and bulldoze things out of our way to get what we want. And that is a really deep shadow here of Mars. Um, now, on the other hand, where we're, we're going to talk about that flip energy of the shadow, which is burnout, right? So if you're feeling completely lethargic, so that was really the explosive kind of shadows of Mars, right? This is more of the repressive shadows when the Mars gets shut down and it becomes tired, slug, sluggish, lethargic, no motivation, no ambition, right? No like inspiration to take action. Maybe it's like you just feel burnt out. You're unable to take action on anything. Maybe there are things that you want to do, things that you want to execute, but you some for some reason can't bring yourself to do them. You procrastinate. It's laziness, procrastination, hesitancy, right? When we hesitate, we're not taking confident action. You know, these are all the kind of repressed, more repressive shadows. So if that's the case, then the Mars is having the problem of it is trying to work in a way that it's not designed to. Both of them have the same problem, that the Mars is not working in the way it was designed to. Um, and so here, look at your Mars energy type, right? Look at the element, look at the house, and get in tune with how your energy type can work better. And also look at the, the routines or patterns or behaviors in your life that are not working with that Mars energy type, right? So it's causing the burnout. Also, you can look at if you're too heavy on the Venus side, right? Which is too much being, not balanced with doing, right? Too much kind of surrender and openness and you know we can become imbalanced either way we can be too much on the venus side where we're like oh i'm just gonna let it all come to me and you know i'm just gonna let it all happen well things don't fall from the sky you have to combine that with the mars energy of action right inspired action it's not blind busyness it's not force certainly not war or violence or conflict it's not dominating or powering over, but there is inspired action. So that is the new archetype of Mars. He's going to shift out of this warrior energy that is no longer needed. He's going to rejoin his connection with Venus, the goddess, and he is now going to become the master of inspired action. And so inspired action, again, this is going to work with your particular Mars energy type, is going to be we take action when it's aligned. We are no longer going to be taking action for the blind sake of action, which I can, we can equate to busyness, right? Blind busyness that there's no purpose in blind busyness. There's no intent. 
it, that's that's a lot of why humanity is so burnt out because we've been put into this system that's all about doing and there's no real purpose for the doing there really isn't um, it's just blind action for no reason um, we're no longer going to be taking action out of fear because taking action out of fear is what results in conflict and violence war and force and powering over others because we're, tr we're, we're forcing and we're trying to dominate and, and, and harm others in a way to get what we want because we don't actually trust in the timing of life, right? We don't trust in ourselves. We don't trust that what is aligned for us will, will always be aligned for us. We're trying to exert our own will, our own egoic will. That aspect is also dying. So the, the inspired action is when you have an intent and a purpose, you will take the action, right? When there is, when you know that you need to move your physical energy, right? To help keep us healthy, to help keep energy moving, you will also be you know, executing that energy, moving that energy in a way that's aligned to your energy type, right? So I'll give you the best example of this. Because Mars is about moving the physical energy, he does have a role in kind of keeping our vessels healthy, just like Venus does, but she's, she's taking, she's both, right? They're, they're both, they're both helping to take care of our physical vessel to help us feel good. So Mars is more about how we're feeling good physically and Venus is of course is about more about how we are feeling internally. Are we happy? Do we feel love? <laughs> you know, do we feel good? Do we feel pleasure? Do we feel magic? Do we feel excited? Like that's what Venus is geared towards. Mars is is like do we physically feel good? right? Does my body feel good? Does my energy system feel good? So I'll give you the best example. Diets. Diets and working out. So many belief systems within this. So if you take somebody that let's say they're trying to lose weight, right? They can't figure out why they can't lose weight. So they're trying all these different things. Well, the first thing they should do, if it was me, guiding them. I would look at the Mars and look at the energy system type. And sometimes people, let's say we take this person and their energy type is not a high energy type. Okay. It's, it's a more of a slow and steady energy type. And they decide that they are going to run three miles a day until they begin to lose weight. Okay. Well, this is the opposite of their energy type. So what's going to happen? They're going to force their body into an activity and into an action that is not aligned with their energy type. And they're A, going to create stress on the body. And B, they're going to burn themselves out. And then they're going to wonder why they're still not losing weight. Okay. It, it's just that simple. I can speak from my own experience. Again, my Mars and Gemini in the eighth house. Um, I have a high energy type, yes, but it's very mental bodied, like I said. 
So my outlets are a little bit different. They are not, um, you know, necessarily going to be about being outside and, you know, gardening or going for a run or moving things or building something, you know, it's, it, it's not necessarily going to be about that for me. <clears throat> I have to have outlets of communication. So learning, sharing, writing, communicating, channeling, all of those types of things. That's why I do these because it's my outlet. Now, when I was in 3D and I didn't know that that was my out and I, I was, I had been doing astrology for 16 years, but I will tell you that it wasn't until the last five years that I really started to understand astrology on a consciousness level, on an evolutionary level, right? Because I've been on this accelerated spiritual path now for the last five years, which was when I started to understand these at a higher level. Previous to that, I understood a lot about astrology and I, I understood all the technicalities and I understood how every placement manifested in real life and things like that. But I hadn't yet gotten to the breakthroughs of the evolution of the astrology and the consciousness of it. So back then, I was aware of my energy type, but it didn't click for me. It just, it didn't click back then. And I forced myself into a lot of very extreme workout regimens. And it actually put my body into so much additional stress that I gained weight. So from my experience, if we're not utilizing the energy type in the way it's designed, this is when your body doesn't feel good. It's when it shuts down. It's, I mean, there's a lot of other factors. It's not just the Mars, but it's an important one. So getting in tune with our Mars, healing the wounds, right? Healing the wounds around because again, Mars, the archetype will start anchoring in and activating between 14 and 21, just like Venus. Um, it tends to come out in relationship dynamics, but it very much comes out as well when we start to hit the ages where we're out in the world and we're either working or we're deciding what we're going to do with our life. And that's when the Mars kicks in because it's about action and focus and where you're going to put your energy, taking care of yourself, all of that. So the woundedness of Mars, everybody has, and it's simply that we have to clear the shadows of force. We have to clear the shadows of agitation, conflict, lust, powering over, um, and just allow Mars to guide us to inspired action. So we will cover the next archetype after this, which will be Jupiter. And so I will be back with that one soon. Love you guys.